Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that helps you become your best self. And today we were talking about you can be angry. Being honest about your emotions helps you heal. But before we jump into that, as always, I want to invite you to come say hi to me on social media. I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo on both TikTok and Instagram. So go ahead and say hi over there. You know, jump into the comments if you see a post that interests you or send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to chit chat with you. I did want to let you know that Emotions Every Day, the planner journal hybrid that I have created for emotional growth and planning your day is now live and available on my website. So if you are interested in purchasing that, there is a link at the bottom of the show notes. And if you do purchase it, let me know what you think, any feedback, because I do want to create more of them, uh, more of this specific journal, and uh, hopefully in the future, some with new prompts. But with like a different design, different like a theme, you know, because I know themes are fun and important to people. So anyway, let me know if you purchase it. Uh, I would and and thank you in advance if you do. Uh, also in the show notes below, you're able to send me an email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, anything and everything that you would like to share with me, please do as well as signing up for the weekly Wednesday evening newsletter that comes out that I have like two articles where I talk about something random that came upon me that day that I felt like it was important to share for our mental health and mindset, as well as a therapy corner that I would say 50% of the time is based on what I actually talk about in therapy. And then the other 50% of the time, it's based on things that I have talked about in therapy previously that just kind of resurfaced resurfaced for me that I also think would be beneficial to you. And uh, there's other stuff down in the show notes too. You can submit anonymous topic suggestions. You can vent anonymously if you don't have someone that's emotionally available to vent to in your life. And I think maybe other things. So go ahead and check out everything in the show notes, but let's go ahead and get right to today's topic, which again is you can be angry. Being honest about your emotions helps you heal. So when you're depressed or angry or really sad or any emotion that someone would label as far from happy, so there's this big gap of like, there's happy, and then it feels like there's a big gap, and then there's all these other emotions like down at the end, right? So when someone would label label you as something far from happy, it can feel like your only choice to release yourself from those emotions, the ones that you are currently dealing with that could be depression, angry, anger, sadness, whatever it is, is to throw your whole self <laughs> into full unhappiness or positivity, right? It's, it's just like, okay, you don't want me to feel the way I am, or we feel some sort of like stigma and shame about the way that we're feeling. And we're like, okay, well, I guess we just have to like figure out how to be happy or positive. But we all know, even the people that would like thrust that expectation onto us know that it's fake happiness or fake positivity because you are forcing it. So it's not really going to work. It's just not going to work. Uh, not like through and through. Maybe it'll work for like a short temporary period, but I don't think we should be engaging in fake feelings and emotions. I just don't believe in that. I don't. I I understand that sometimes you have to like quote unquote pull it together uh, because you're going to be in a situation or experience with people that don't necessarily need to know about your own personal situation. Um, some might call it trauma, whatever, whatever you want to label it as. And so those people don't need to know that there's something happening. So sometimes you have to pull it together, but I don't think that 
you need to throw yourself or run in the direction of happiness or positivity. I highly, highly, highly believe in the zone of just being neutral, you know, just living in that neutral zone where you're not necessarily full on in your feels, which is probably where you were, but you're also not putting on that mask to fake happiness or positivity. And, you know, despite the fact that we know this may not solve the real problem, like faking happiness and faking positivity, we still have people out here telling others to just be happy or suck it up or you can't be sad, mad, how, however you're feeling because it's not going to help. Like people are actually out here being like, oh, you can't be sad about this because that's not actually going to help or fix the problem. Like, yeah, I think we know that. <laughs> and if you don't know that, unfortunately, what they're saying is like, it being angry about something isn't going to directly solve the problem or whatever the issue that you're going through. However, it is still going to help you heal from whatever happened, move on from whatever happened, better understand why you reacted and responded the way you did, which is super healthy and will help uh, kind of solve the problem of like you, you know, getting like quote unquote getting it together or like, you know, being able to recover from the situation. Um, but because people are just like, be happy, suck it up. You know, you can't be this way because, you know, it's not happiness and that's not what we want to see. And we want to live in this fake world where everyone just needs to be cool and chill. And when we ask you how you're doing on the street, like you say, you're fine. You say you're good and you lie because, you just, it's its the expectation, at least here in the United States. I've heard, I've never, I don't know this for sure, but I've heard it's different in other countries and that's cool. Um, but yeah, so this is, this is where I needed to step in and make a podcast episode about how that is incorrect, how you do not need to fake how you're feeling. Again, I will say that if you are in a situation where not everyone needs to know what's happening. You can just be neutral. You don't need to like slap on a happy face and pretend that you're having the best day of your life or that everything is great or whatever. And I do understand because I even did it today, today at church, because obviously I, I'm recording this episode the day before it releases. Today at church, someone was like, how are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm going through a lot, but life is good. Life is great. And I genuinely meant that. And I had shared with her like the, the struggles and the things that we are currently dealing with, but I still consider my life great and good because I'm appreciating and I, I'm, I'm not lying guys. <laughs> I'm not even being cheesy. I appreciate the challenges I'm currently going through because I know that I already know that I'm learning a lot and I already know it's going to make us stronger for things that I kind of like foresee or believe will happen for us in the future. Right. And I don't know that I would be able to say the same thing if like someone in my life was like super sick or, or had passed away or some other situation had happened. So despite the fact that I'm just going through like struggles with, you know, being um, uh, a parent of a teenager and, you know, moving and uh, the economy and running our own business and stuff like that, like life is good. I'm leaning into gratitude, but not so far into gratitude that I'm being this like toxic positivity person that will not help anything or anyone. I promise you, it's not going to do anything for you to be so fake about happiness or positivity. So anyway, I just had to stop and make this episode because 
yes, you can lean into gratitude and feel like your life is still good despite the struggles and the issues that you're going through, but that still does not mean that you have to be happy or if someone asks you, you don't have to be like, oh, it's great or it's good. You could just be like, oh, I'm doing okay, you know, and and that's an honest answer. And I don't think it's an answer that you should feel bad saying because you're afraid that it might bring someone else down. Again, let's remember, we are all in control of our own emotions, okay? No one makes us feel anything. We decide if we want to respond or react in whatever way to what they're doing. And I understand that if someone is screaming in your face or if someone is yelling profanities at you or or whatever they may be doing like to you, like in your direction, you know, at you, that yes, it can be difficult for you to not want to be upset or be sad or cry or yell back or whatever. But I do believe, and I struggle with this a lot, but I do believe that if we are able to better understand our triggers and the ways that we currently respond and react to things happening in our lives and the feelings that we have when certain things and the situations come up, then we will be able to better manage our emotions and not react and respond in those ways as much. And we're not we're not perfect people, so obviously it'll happen from here or there, but we should take the, those moments where it does happen to learn more about ourselves and understand, okay, well, why do we act, react that way? Does why does does this mean something deeper than I'm realizing? Let's you know go below the surface of like I was angry. It's like let's go deeper. Was I frustrated? Was I bitter about something? Like what's going on? So anyway, <laughs> I, I I I didn't realize there was going to be so many tangents, <laughs> like little like not tangents, like side pieces in this episode. I apologize, but. It is so important for us to express our emotions. Let's just bring it back to where we were, okay? It's so important for us to understand that there is no shame in expressing how we are because it is so important and integral to us healing from whatever like thing may have happened to us um, and that has caused trauma and pain, right? right? Um, Which is different than like someone being mean to you and then you being like, oh, you made me upset. That's different than like you going through a traumatic event where maybe someone passed away or you, you know, you uh, lost a job or there's something happening in your like romantic relationships or someone betrayed you or whatever, right? That's a different thing where that thing did happen to you. And yes, you can still choose how you react and respond, but If you decide to react in a way where you're very, very, very angry, then it's you got to figure out, okay, why am I angry? Why do I care this much? What what is really getting me um, all like boiled up inside about this that I would bring out anger? Like what are the underlying things? Okay. So again, no one makes us feel any certain way. We choose the way that we feel. And I know that some people that Maybe you don't necessarily struggle with victim mentality, but they just don't realize that truth might be like, oh no, but they did something so mean and I didn't do anything. And like, no, they made me feel this way. No, they didn't. And the sooner that you realize that you are in control of your emotions, 
and you manage them and you decide how you react and respond, the sooner that you will be able to embrace that control that you have because we as human beings do not have that much control over our lives. We only have control over like what we say and do and how we respond and all those things, just ourselves. And understanding that we have that control over how we will react and respond can make you feel so like or can cause you to feel so powerful and be like, oh, I don't have to let everything bother me. And, you know, this might sound bad, but if you don't react to someone being nasty or mean, sometimes that can make them even more irritated or make it feel like what they're doing is not worth it, so they won't do it. I I know that will not work in every situation, but that is a bonus, right? That is a bonus. So anyway, let's get back into it. Uh, So when we avoid our emotions, we end up delaying necessary healing that could actually provide us with a perspective and understanding of who we are, what triggers us, going deeper on why we react the way that we do, and what would be the best ways for us to respond to situations that may draw out a lot of emotions, which is kind of what I already went over. And so we don't want to delay and we don't want to put off, and we don't want to hide any of our emotions. And again, there is going to be a best, most beneficial way for you to express those emotions in the moment. And then there are going to be ways that don't benefit you as much and might cause more issues for you. So that goes with the contrast of reacting versus responding, which I've talked about a lot in the past. And um, I don't know if I have a dedicated episode to it, So if I do, I'll try to like point it out maybe in the notes. If I don't, then I'll need to make one, right? Uh, But yeah, so reacting versus responding. You know, when you you react, you're allowing your emotions to take control. When you respond, you're actually taking a beat and considering like what would be the most beneficial way to respond to this situation. That would be good for the long haul. Anyway, so it's important for us to express our emotions and not hold them tight, sweep them under the rug, pretend that they're not here. Like that's, that's not what we need to be doing. And, you know, the biggest point is that we aren't taking the time to honor our emotions and accept that we have emotions for a reason, right? For a reason to express how we feel about what's happening around us. And, you know, why wouldn't we want to share those or why or cover these up with like fake emotions that don't accurately represent who we are why would we want to pretend to be happy and positive all the time and that's not who we are and that's okay that that's not who we are and if you think that other people are expecting you to be that way then you need to evaluate these unknown or unrealistic expectations that are being placed on you either by yourself or by other people in your life because that's just not how you should run your life. It's not the healthy way to do that, right? Expectations, when you have expectations, they should be agreed upon and they shouldn't be ones that are outside the scope of you being able to actually adhere to. And sometimes we think we can adhere to them and then we realize we can't, we've might've fallen short or it's just not time. We're not ready for those. And then we think that's a failure and we continue to push forward because we're like, oh, we can't be seen as a failure. 
which is a whole other thing. Because as you know, how do I work it into every episode, guys? If you're not new here, how do I work it into every every episode to say that mistakes and failures are our best learning lessons? Also, side note, if you do buy Emotions Every Day, the Planner Journal Hybrid, I did get stickers created. I just haven't talked about them on socials. And I did make a sticker that says that because, of course, that's what I say all the time. And so if you buy the Planner Journal, you will be getting free stickers. Anyway, side note, because I was just like, I say that all the time that I had to make it into a sticker. (laughs) So if anyone cares. But anyway, so it's important that we realize um, that it's okay to be seen as someone that will go through sadness, that will go through anger, that will go through anxiety, whatever it is. And we don't need to be seen as this happy-go-lucky person because it also gives this like false perspective that maybe someone else looks up to you, which if you care about, if you, if you don't care about it, I get it. But I mean, I get it and I don't get it, right? It's just, it's whatever. I'm not going to go into that because every time I go into like being aware of people like looking up to you. Everyone has like a very deep opinion that sometimes I just don't have the energy to go on about. But if you don't care about that, fine. But if you do care about that, think about some someone else is looking up to you. And if you're just continuing to suppress your emotions or not deal with them and then pretend like you're happy and positive all the time, and they have this thought, this like perception of like, that's how they need to be. And they can never show their emotions. You understand? Or maybe you have kids and then you really are a role model. Okay. And think about them always constantly watching you. You think they're not, but they always are. I promise you (laughs) from my own personal experience, they are always watching, always watching. So it's important for us to realize that we, and, and, and for the sake of authenticity, we need to be accurately representing who we are. I'm not saying you have to air all your dirty laundry and tell all of your personal baggage to everyone for you to demonstrate that you have, uh, you know, a multitude of feelings that you go through. You just need to be like real about it and not trying to like paint that happy face on all the time. And before you get into a thought process of not wanting to be known as someone that gets angry or has depression or any emotion that is not happiness, if that is what you want, you want to be a robot. <laughs> you want to be a robot. You that's that's what you want to be, okay? I promise you, there is no one, no one, no one, no one that is only feeling happy and positive all the time. I promise you. I can't promise you a lot of things. I promise you that, okay? And if they tell you they are only ever happy or content, which I feel like is like an offshoot of happiness that's just like, like it's like happiness is neutrality, which is anyway. Um, I don't have anything against being content, but if they're telling you that, you know, they're only ever happy or content, they are lying because also, cause I'm sure that they're, I, I assume that they're, even though we shouldn't assume, but I assume that their version of content is just like a more chill, happy, as opposed to being content. You can be in content in life. And I think that is true. Like neutrality where you're like, okay, you're good with what's going on and you're just dealing with what is happening. That's maybe causing you issues. You know what I mean? Anyway. They tell you they're only ever happy or content. They are lying. I will die on this hill. They're lying, okay? They're all lying. Bring me anyone. Tell them to send me an email and say, I'm happy all the time. And I'll be like, no, you're not. You're absolutely not. What are you hiding? You don't need to tell me. You need to talk about it with like a counselor, a therapist, someone that is like 
medically trained to deal with that, okay? They're aligned. Do not have this expectation that you need to be happy all the time. Everyone experiences up emotions and down emotions and middle of the pack emotions. Now, notice how I did not say good ones, like good emotions and bad emotions or positive emotions and negative emotions. Now, I do, you know, uh, like label happiness as positive, but I will not label like sadness, anger, frustration, any of those things as negative because that gives us like connotation that they're bad and that we shouldn't do them. And I think that's part of the reason why people think that they need to be happy all the time. Okay. Being angry is not bad. Okay. It's bad when you allow it to hold you hostage, when you allow it to control you, when you allow it to take you farther in your reaction than you should have. Right. So if you're angry and you're, you're like listing your pain points and frustrations to someone on why you're angry and what has led you to be angry, fine. But if you, 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 not them, you, always you, allow yourself to be angry and allow that to come to a boiling point where you decide to have like physical violence thrown in there, no, that's too much, okay? You are allowing yourself to just like let it control you, take you over. You're having a reaction, not a response. So again, you are always in control of your emotions. And if someone else is telling you that you made them feel a certain way, it's a lie. They are gaslighting you. It is not true. Okay. It is not true. And that's how like so many people get manipulated as well, because people are claiming that you made them feel a certain way. You did not. That's another hill I will die on. You will not. You can't. You can't. You are not them, okay? And they can't do it to you because they are not you. Okay, let's move on. Uh, but yeah, so it's I, I personally cannot label anger or sadness or anything like that that's the opposite of happiness and positivity as negative because it just it puts this bad... It's a negative connotation on it. So it's just different. It's just like a down emotion. You're feeling down, okay? And happiness and contentness and bubbliness and whatever is up. You're up. And then middle of the pack is like this neutrality, which is what I feel is the real definition of feeling content. So they just don't want to tell you that because they haven't worked on that insecurity yet. And by they, I mean that people... (laughs) that don't want to show any emotion other than positivity or happiness. They are not dealing with that insecurity yet. And that's totally fine, right? Fine. We work on things we believe are most important and that's our prerogative, right? Uh, So if they have decided that that is an insecurity that they have yet to, you know, deal with, that's on them and whatever. So, but you hopefully listening to this, have decided that you are going to deal with the fact that no, it's okay. There's not any shame for me and you to express how we feel and not always have to be happy or positive. And don't believe for a second that there are people out there that are only positive. It's a facade. 
It's kind of like how people will say social media is a highlight reel, which I feel like it can be for a lot of people. However, I do think that there are a lot of people out there that are trying to change that and show people like their hard down days and the hard things of like, you know, everyone's all like, oh my gosh, start a small business. It's so great. And then I recently saw a creator finally be like, you know what? I want to show you all the hard stuff, all the all the really tough things, all the things that like make you want to quit, make you feel down, make you feel like, oh, why am I going through all this trouble? What is it worth? And I was like, so good. That's so great because I need to hear that as someone that's, you know, in the thick of like starting a small business. I want to know what struggles you went through. I want to know how hard it is. I want to know there were nights where you sat and you cried and you were so upset and you thought that you wanted to give up, but then you decided, no, I think that this is worth my time and energy. And you picked yourself back up and you kept going because that will inspire me to be like, oh my gosh, look at them and look how much they've, you know, like accumulated and like not money, but like in their business and like built and all that stuff. And it just is so inspiring. It's also another reason why I am totally vulnerable and transparent about the hard things that have to do with me with the exception of like details of what's going on with my child and my husband, because that is their privacy. But things that I'm going through, I will share them because I want you to know that despite the fact that I talk about mental health and mindset all day, every day, it doesn't mean that I have got it all figured out. I'm far from it. I'm far from it. And I want you to know that you can be far from it. And there are going to be many times where you've been working on things for years and you feel like you have it all good. And then you just fall back into that behavior for a little bit. Something triggers you. You just like, you know, you don't care. You just let it fall back. But you are now equipped with the mindset and the uh, mental tools, skills, and even like physical resources that you can find online or like, you know, like the planner journal or like books that you have or like whatever to help you like, you know, shift back into the mindset that you want to be in that will help you actually become your best self and realize that just because you kind of like quote unquote fell off for a little bit doesn't mean that like now you're in the gutter and now it's like all, it was like all for nothing. No, absolutely not. It proved that it was for everything because you're able to pick yourself back up again so much quicker. Like maybe there is like you didn't, you barely skipped a beat. So it's okay. <laughs> We're not perfect. Wow. You know, when I wrote this episode, I, I literally, I, I, I promise you, I didn't know that I was going to be so like, you know, giving it all, like really here to uh, be so passionate about it. I'm excited. I'm glad I am. Okay. So today I wanted to discuss some feelings that actually contribute to your personal healing journey that others may label as like bad or not right or even inappropriate, right? Because my goal is for you to understand these emotions are like perfectly healthy to experience and should be accepted without shame, okay? It's important that we take that journey through accepting and honoring our feelings. They can help us um, understand ourselves better again and heal from whatever the experience was because we're able to go through like why it happened and how it happened and maybe you can consider a better way to respond in the future, whatever you want, and and then be better for it as opposed to this thing like festering in the corner under the rug, you know, that will just like, you'll have so much built up there that it'll just like uh, erupt into a volcano, volcano one day because you have so many emotions stored up that you haven't 
dealt with and it takes so much longer to unpack those because you created a mountain and then boom, it's everywhere. So I have seven feelings, like feeling scenario situations to share with you really quick that I want you to understand is totally normal, uh, quote unquote normal, healthy, and you should not feel shame for experiencing. Before I get into my list, as always, I want you to know that these uh, advice and tips and everything I'm about to give you is based on my own knowledge and research and experiences and the experiences of others. I am allowed to share with you if you feel like this, these tips and advice do not uh, align with what you believe you're dealing with, then please talk to a counselor, talk to a therapist, figure it out with them. Or you can go to our best friend, Google, type in like feelings to not feel shameful about, and it will give you a lot of resources and articles to read there. Okay, let's jump in. Like I said, there's seven. The first one is feeling uncomfortable around certain people and needing to end relationships. So feeling uncomfortable around certain people, maybe those people are super negative and all they talk about is their problems and their issues. Okay, great. You don't need to feel shameful about being like, okay, I cannot hang out with you anymore. Oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. I had to check and make sure there was not a spider under my desk. Okay, I'm seeing things. Anyway, um, so feeling uncomfortable around certain people, totally fine. Some people might make you feel bad about that because like, they're like, oh no, you just need to embrace all people and do what you can to positively influence, you, influence them. Sometimes churches can be this way. I'm not. My church isn't that way, luckily. They have heard experiences where people were like, oh yeah, you know, they tell us we have to love and befriend everyone. And I think we can love people without you know, hanging out with them every day and having to endure their toxicity. So it's important to realize that uh, it's okay. You don't have to feel shame about uh, not wanting to hang out with people anymore. And you don't have to feel shame about needing to end relationships. And that's any type of relationship, okay? This could be a friendship. This could be a romantic relationship. This could be, uh, you know, whatever relationship you might have with like a mentor or even a coworker. I understand with a coworker it'd be more difficult, but maybe you used to be buddy buddy hangout and you don't want to do that anymore. Okay, fair. Or even a family member. And I tell you that as someone that has kind of cut out a lot of her family because it is toxic. So I stopped having a relationship with my father. Trying to think. I don't know. Maybe like four years ago, maybe three, maybe four, somewhere in there. And I, it's like, I had a last straw. I had a last straw. Like we have a long, uh, relationship or like a long, like, I don't know, whatever situation where he has been not great. And I realized through therapy and self-help books and just, you know, prayer and stuff like that, that I don't need to deal with that. Okay. Despite the fact that he is my dad, I don't need to deal with it. So I just stopped talking to him and I was nice. I was respectful. Like if he sent me a message, I'd just be like, I'd answer it, but he kind of like got the point. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of hurtful for me to think about it in the way that my 
child won't have a grandpa from me, right? And she already doesn't have a grandma because my mom passed away when I was 13, 13. Anyway, so it's tough because I think of it in that way because I tried so hard when she was growing up to be very neutral about him and not like talk bad about him. So she didn't have the idea of him spoiled in her mind, you know, like I already had growing up with this man. Because there's definitely a lot of good points growing up with him, but there's a, I feel like a lot of the bad points overshadow it, sadly. But I try to really focus on like, okay, well, there was good. Obviously, he raised me and I came out alive. So that's good, right? Um, but I do feel bad that she doesn't have a, like, like a, a grandpa and he doesn't care to be, I don't know, an adult that would just want to get over our beef and still be in her life because I've told him that he can still be in her life. It's fine. I just, I'm not going to have a direct relationship with him. I will talk to him and I can arrange times if he wants to chat with her, but he also has her phone number. So he is welcome to call her and talk to her. I've never said that he couldn't. And I've even like mentioned that he still could in this like break and this like after the relationship kind of ended. Anyway, I just want you to know that even if they're your family, they could be your mom, your dad, they could be your brother, your sister, whomever, aunt, uncle. If you need to end that relationship because it's so toxic and it's not good for you anymore, then end it. You don't need to feel shame that you're like, people are going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you disown your parents or you don't talk to them anymore or that's so rude and respectful. You should just like always have a relationship with them no matter what. No, no. If it's abusive, if it's toxic, if it's just not if it's just not healthy for you right now, like maybe you'll take a break. Maybe you don't just end the relationship like I did. Like it's like whatever is best for you. But for me, it was, I, I, I hit a breaking point and I just had to stop. And I don't regret it, to be honest. You know what I mean? Now, this isn't to say that if he tried to come back into my life, you know, and talk to me and try to figure it out, like actually figure it out like adults, I would do that. I would, but he is not. So we're not. And I have tried to figure it out, and I can't. It's it's not enough for it to be one-sided. So anyway, moving on from that, I want you to know it's very important. If you need to end relationships with people, even if it's your parents, do not feel shame in having to do that because you got to do what's best for you. Number two, feeling unsure and lost in your current season of life and looking for direction. Now, you might think, well, Sabrina, I don't think there's anyone putting shame or you know making people feel or like, you know, trying to make people feel bad about that. And there are though, there are people, but even we can have internal shame of feeling unsure and feeling lost in life because we haven't figured it out and we feel and assume uh, that other people have when they, when some people haven't, they just have a facade that they did that other people have it figured out and you don't. And so you feel shameful about that. You feel uncomfortable that you haven't figured it out, but it's totally fine. I have felt this many times. And if you just take the time to really focus on yourself and, you know, like as cheesy as it sounds, soul searching, really just figuring out what you need to understand about yourself, what you're interested in, like what direction do you actually really need to go? Find that direction, find that way, try new things get help from other people, like get direction or, you know, guidance from people and you can really figure it out. 
But yeah, don't feel shameful or bad about having feeling unsure and lost in your current season of life. It's totally fine. Even people that have been doing great things for a long time all of a sudden can feel lost because they feel disconnected from what they're doing and they just don't feel like that is the path that they should be on anymore and they need to do some searching. They need to look for direction to you know, move on to that new season of life and that's totally fine. Number three is feeling anger or frustration or sadness or loneliness that feels all of a sudden. There have been many times even lately, that I have all of a sudden felt angry or frustrated or lonely, right? And I really wanted to make sure I added in lonely because I feel like, you know, anger, frustration, sadness, definitely like those things can just come upon us. But definitely loneliness can just come upon you. Even if you feel like you have friends, you have family, you have people in your life, you can just feel lonely in certain experiences and situations that are happening in your life because other people in your life have not gone through those things. So you don't have anyone to talk to about it. People that re- that you feel would relate with what you're going through. And that can be a time of loneliness. And it is perfectly fine to feel that way. I know some people might try to make you feel shameful about it because they're like, oh my gosh, you can't feel lonely because you have friends. And they might also like use a comparison game to like put guilt on you and be like, yeah, but you have friends and look, I don't even have friends and I'm not feeling lonely or this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? So people (laughs) try to say that kind of crap to you and it's just ridiculous, but it's okay. It's okay to feel lonely because you're going through something that you don't really have anyone to talk to or you haven't found that person. I was feeling that way for a while with the things that my teen was going through and then I did find someone to talk to about it and it was great and I no longer felt lonely, but it wasn't like I didn't necessarily feel shame um, in that one. I had my mindset um, in a place that had me like just being like, I'm just lonely right now and I need to figure out who to talk to about this thing. But you know, Um, but the anger, I've definitely had the anger come upon me, just been angry. And then I really have to dig deep and be like, what triggered this? And if I can't figure it out, it's just like, okay, what, what is really stemming from this anger? Is anything popping up? Like what's going on? And not like making ourselves feel bad about it more of just like trying to figure out, okay, what's going on? Like what's happening under the surface that I haven't put any time and attention into that I really need to right now to figure this out. No shame about that. I those feelings just all of a sudden popping up and feeling sad because you could get triggered by something and not even realize it. And then, and, the, and a lot of times those things can pop up because you haven't taken the time to really heal from whatever's going on and something just triggered it to resurface. You weren't realizing that was going to happen. So it's really just trying to take a beat and be like, okay, why am I feeling like this? I don't have to feel bad that I'm feeling like this, but why? What's going on? Go a little deeper, spend some time really figuring it out so that you can actually heal and move forward. And not necessarily because you shouldn't feel that way, just more so that you could feel good about it and understand it and not, you'll feel way less shame once you understand it better. Number four, feeling the need to be alone. I often feel this way. (laughs) I think it's because I'm an introvert naturally, but yeah, feeling the need to be alone that's okay. Don't feel bad about that. There's going to be people, there are going to be people in your life that are like, why would you want to be alone? I always want to be with people or their feelings might be hurt if 
you don't want to hang out with them. You just need some time alone. You just need a breather. That has happened to me many times on the regular. And who knows what's going on with that person. Maybe they are just very codependent or maybe they're going through their own loneliness or they find it odd because they really enjoy spending time with their people and they don't understand or see your perspective of not wanting to always do that, right? Don't you know those people in your life that are always with friends or always with their family and they have like the best time? And maybe you're not one of those people. I am not one of those people. I enjoy the time that I have with people family and friends, but I also love time alone. I love it. It's beautiful. (laughs) I'd wrap a bow on it and that could be a present. So feeling the need to be alone, perfectly normal, perfectly healthy, no shame. And maybe you can even tell people why you enjoy being alone and how they might benefit from it, you know, and maybe they will experience it and really enjoy it as well. Number five, Feeling worried or anxious about something others deem normal. This happens to me often where I will be worried or anxious about something and everyone else is just like, oh, it's totally going to be fine. But it has triggered something in me to feel worried and unsure and very like even scared and um, anxious that it's not going to turn out well. And just because other people don't or anyone nearby or wherever you are, doesn't feel similar to you, it doesn't mean that you need to um, make your, like label your, your emotions as less than, right? Your, your feelings are valid and it's however you're feeling. Now you don't want to allow worry and anxiety to, again, hold you captive and take control of your actions and, and your thoughts and how you decide to run your life. You do need to figure out like what is going on and what is triggering that so that you can uh, have like a proper response and, you know, work on diffusing it because you don't want to just sit in those emotions. That goes for like a lot of these, like anger and frustration. You don't want to just like sit there and let it fester. You want to figure it out. But I don't think that you need to feel shame that you are feeling that way. It's just the way that you're feeling. And it's for whatever reason that it is. And you will figure it out. And maybe it's also like, Sometimes, um, not all the time, not all the time at all, but sometimes I've had like worry or anxiety feelings and it was actually my subconscious like pulling something else up that came up as that first, but really digging deeper, I realized, oh, it's an actual genuine concern because of this reason. I just didn't know the real like reason of why I should be concerned about this. It's something that just like was slowly bubbling up to the surface and then I'm like, oh, right. I do need to be concerned about this because of this thing and this thing and this thing. And people didn't realize it because they're removed from what's going on in your mind. And they're like, oh, okay, makes sense. So it's okay to feel worried and anxious about something that other people aren't feeling that way about. Just don't let it hold you hostage or control you. Figure out like what's underneath those feelings and find a way to respond so that you can quell those feelings and then move forward what you need to do to, you know, deal with what was making you feel that way or what was leading you to decide that's how you felt. Number six out of seven, remember? Feeling sad when things are changing for the better. This was an interesting one. I know we're going, we're creeping, we're creeping to a long show. (laughs) We're going to make it quick, but I wanted to make sure this one was on the list. Feeling sad when things are changing for the better. I often feel this way. I often, often, all the time, like, will feel sad despite the fact that 
good things are happening. I am feeling sad currently because we are moving and we are currently in a rental house that we've been in for two years now. And I love it because finally I have got to know people like a couple people in the neighborhood. I have a good relationship with a neighbor. I've never had that in my entire life. And it's been so great. And I love our house that we live in, but it's not ours. We rent it. And so we finally bought a home that's only 10 minutes from us. So we're still in the same like town, you know, and our daughter is still going to go to the same school. And honestly, I could still be friends with my neighbor if I just like, I told her I would totally watch her dogs or help her out for free anytime. But I'm sad, right? It's a good thing that we bought a home and we are finally like, now when we pay for us to live every month, it's actually us investing in us and not investing in someone else's mortgage payment. So it's a good thing, but I'm sad about it because it's a changing of season. It's a changing of my life where I was so comfortable and happy here. And I don't know what it's going to feel like to move on to this new thing that's still a good thing, but it's just different. It's just change. And so I think it's okay to be sad about things that you're about to move on from and leave behind because you cherish those things and you enjoyed it and you have good memories and you maybe learned a lot and had good experiences and grew through those experiences and those times. And so despite the fact that, yeah, you're going on to another thing that's awesome and amazing and a level up in your life, it's okay to be sad about what you're leaving behind because it's just natural. You're like, oh, this really cool thing's about to happen, but also I'm going to miss this thing. And, or this thing is not going to be the same anymore. And that's okay. Okay, number seven and the last one is feeling hurt or offended or disrespected even when others don't feel the same. So maybe this could be like if you're talking to someone and they say something and you feel like what they said was rude, but the other people with you do not feel like what they said was rude. It's just from your own perspective. And I think it's okay to feel however you feel. Again, you don't want to let it control you and, you know, dominate how you are going to react in the situation. You definitely need to take a beat and figure out the proper response that will be beneficial for you in that moment. But you don't have to feel bad about feeling that way because, you know, sometimes people say things that we feel hurts us or offends us or is disrespectful because it's what we've gone through. It's our experiences. It's how it came across to us. And maybe it was a misunderstanding, miscommunication, or maybe we they just didn't realize that that would be something offensive, you know, and that's okay. You can have a conversation with them about it and maybe they'll change their mind, but maybe they won't. Maybe that's just the way that they feel. And you have to decide, okay, well, are you, despite the fact that you feel disrespected or offended or hurt, are you still going to continue the relationship? Or maybe you don't. Maybe you just feel like it's not healthy for you. That's toxic. And that goes back to number one, where you can end relationships and, you know, be, it's okay to feel uncomfortable around certain people. So you got to do what you got to do, right? Uh, So it's not bad for you to feel offended and you don't need people to gaslight you into saying, thinking that, you know, it wasn't offensive or we, or we took it out of context or, you know, we're just so emotional or, or, or dramatic or whatever some people say to us. No, if that, if, if that's how you feel about it, that's how you feel about it. Dig a little deeper. Find out why you feel that way. Why did, why did it make you feel disrespected? Why did it make you 
what, not make you, you know what I mean? Why, why, why do you find yourself feeling disrespected? Why do you find yourself feeling offended or hurt by what they said or what they did? And, and like, where was the origin? What's the origin story of that? And could you do anything to change that because you don't want to feel that way? Uh, because on your own decision, not because of other people making it, like not because other people, you know, bestowing any sort of guilt or trying to convince you otherwise, right? So anyway, it's okay to feel hurt or offended or disrespected, even when other people don't see it that way, because you see it the way that you see it, right? Uh, it also could be because someone is super naive and they don't realize that they said something that was inappropriate. And that's a good opportunity sometimes to educate unless it continues to happen. And then that can become very, very, um, what would be the word? Um, exhausting. <laughs> and you just don't want to do that anymore. I recently saw an influencer that I follow online, uh, that was saying the same thing. Like he just felt like he was educating his friend in this thing too much. So he'd take a step back and that's perfectly okay to do. But that's it. That's all I have to share with you in regards to how it's okay. You can be angry and being honest about how you actually feel will help you heal in general. But thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Thank you for listening, downloading, sharing the show. I appreciate you. If you, I appreciate you even more if you got through this whole episode. <laughs> Pat on the back. Congratulations. Again, check the show notes below um, if you would like to say hi to me on socials or if you'd like to purchase a copy of Emotions Every Day, the daily planner journal hybrid that is made for emotional growth. If you would like to sign up for the weekly newsletter that comes out every Wednesday evening and any of the other things that are down in the show notes. But until next time, have a good one and I will see y'all next time. Bye.